What does it mean to actually nurture a lead? We're going to discuss that today. Stay tuned. This episode is brought to you by Real Geeks. How many homes are you going to sell this year? Do you have the right tools? Is your website turning soft leads into interested buyers? Are you spending money on leads that aren't converting? Well, find out why agents across the country come to Real Geeks as their technology partner. Real Geeks was created by an agent for agents. They pride themselves on delivering their clients a real estate sales and marketing solution to generate more business. Real Geeks is easy to use. Their websites are fast and built for lead conversion with a smooth, search experience for the end user. Real Geeks is mobile friendly, delivering an excellent user experience on the go. Real Geeks includes an easy to use CRM. So once your leads sign up on your website, you can track their interest and have great follow-up triggers. Real Geeks is loaded with a ton of marketing tools to nurture your leads and increase your brand awareness. Visit realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod. Again, realgeeks.com forward slash keeping it real pod and find out why realtors come to Real Geeks to generate more business. This episode is also brought to you by Quality Builders. Are you or one of your clients real estate investors who can't seem to find a trustworthy general contractor? Are you tired of poor communication, excessive change orders, and extensive schedule delays? Well, look no further because Quality Builders is a Chicago general contractor focused on helping you, the real estate investor, grow your portfolio. Each and every product decision is based on Quality Builders' core values of transparency, courage, integrity, and uniqueness, which produce sustainable and predictable results that successful real estate investors are looking for. Quality Builders uses innovative project management technology to keep you up to date on your projects by providing a client portal to view daily logs, schedules, and contract and change order updates. Schedule a free one-on-one consultation by visiting qualitybuilders.com. That's qualitybuilders.com to see how they can partner with you to build your real estate portfolio. And now, on to our show. Welcome to Keeping It Real, the largest podcast made by real estate agents and for real estate agents. My name is DJ Paris. I'm your guide and host through the show. And today is our monthly series called Closing Time with Chris Linsell from The Close. Now, this is a partnership between Keeping It Real and TheClose.com. And if you're not familiar with The Close, let me tell you more. Now, TheClose.com is the kind of real estate website designed to give agents, teams, and brokerages actionable strategic insight from industry professionals. They cover real estate marketing, lead generation, technology, and team building strategies from the perspective of working agents and brokers who want to take their business to the next level. Now, please visit theclose.com to see all of their amazing content, uh, which by the way is was, is free and it's long form and it's exceptional. And they also, by the way, they have an email newsletter too, which you can subscribe to on their website, theclose.com. But with us as always is Chris Linsell. He is a senior staff writer and real estate coach for The Close. And Chris is The Close's resident expert on real estate topics ranging from marketing, a lead generation, transactional best practices, and everything in between. He's a licensed agent in the state of Michigan. Chris has been part of hundreds of transactions from modest rural starter homes to massive 
waterside compounds. And when he isn't writing, you'll find Chris fly fishing or performing on the stage of his community theaters production. Uh, Chris, welcome once again to Keeping It Real. We're excited to have you. EJ, thanks for having me. Glad to be a part of the show today. A lot going on, a lot to talk about in the real estate world. So uh, yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's make some, uh, let's make some, let's perk up some ears here. I think, I think we've got some real estate conversation that needs to happen today. Well, I know agents, uh, and, and I've, I've spent a lot of time with agents, even outside of my office in the, this, this particular week, I, uh, was part of a number of different events that all happen to coincide within about a seven day window. Uh, so I was around hundreds and hundreds of agents have had a lot of conversations. And since I myself aren't, I'm, don't practice, I'm always curious to hear how it's going for, for agents. And, um, it seems to be that agents are, uh, things have slowed down and that's particularly interesting. And I think I was talking to a top producer last night who said, oh, I can finally play some golf this summer. Um, he, he's, you know, normally too busy to even take time off. Uh, so for people who are top producers, this might be a little bit of a welcome break in activity. But for the vast majority of agents who are looking to go to grow, um, I, I and a lot of the people I talked to this week are in that category, um, they're there's a little bit of frustration going on. It's like, okay, rates of uh, rates are up. My clients seem to be more on the fence right now. And all these deals keep falling through. That's another thing I kept hearing. I had a, um, I, I, I actually was last night speaking to a woman who is NAR's representative for the Philippines. And um, she's uh, just happens to be in Chicago. And she was saying in her 25 years, she had a listing in this last month where five, five contracts all fell through single family home, nothing unusual. She said for the same property, five contracts all fell through in a 30 day period. She goes, that has never happened in my entire 20 years. She couldn't believe wow. it. So it's a really goofy time. So I'm yeah. curious uh, to get some thoughts about what we could you know, provide to our audience about, you know, what's going on right now. Yeah, it is a really goofy time. I agree. I, I think, um, you know, look, like real estate is one of those industries that is so uh, affected by sentiment and by um, kind of community outlook and mood. Uh, you know, what's happening in Chicago, where you're based, uh, it just may not be the same thing that happens in Michigan, where I'm based, and certainly, you know, major metros like Los Angeles or Miami or New York. And then small suburbs, and you know, and and uh, small towns uh, across the United States, the Midwest, and the South, uh, are are certainly going to have their own market conditions. But I can tell you this: we do kind of generally all get affected by the same sorts of things, including interest rates. You know, there's a lot of conversation that happens around interest rates, and when interest rates go up it kind of chills the sentiment in the market. I'm not surprised to see contracts start to fall through, to see uh, sellers a little bit more hesitant, buyers uh, a little bit uh, less present. That sort of thing happens pretty quickly um, when you get um, uh, these kind of uh, you know major announcements or kind of dramatic indicators. But you know what I think is really interesting is that we often kind of underestimate the effect of this sort of thing. And we only kind of think about it in its immediate uh, kind of 
the immediate ripple that comes from like an interest rate hike. Uh, I was, you, you and I were talking right before we, we started here about how uh, we are at, I think, uh, an all-time low, like since the year 2000, um, uh, as far as mortgage application starts. And uh, that's that's a pretty major thing to think about because when mortgage applications are that low, it's going to change certainly the sentiment in the market right now. But man, it's also going to have some pretty significant effects on realtors' business moving forward for the next month, two months, five months into the future. I mean, we're talking through the end of 2022, and a lot of people aren't thinking about those kind of effects right now. Yeah, I was listening to Sirius Satellite Radio um, the other day, and I heard an ad that I had, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard this radio ad before, but it really was a sign of the times. It was a refinance ad. And I was like, Whoa, my ears perked up refinance. Okay. We're at like the time at the time it was rates were hovering closer to 6% for a 30 year fixed. And I was like, this is interesting. And I turned up the volume because I'm like, I want to hear uh, who is this for, who, who is refinancing. And it was, Hey, your home is probably appreciated. Uh, over the last several years, now is a great time to 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 cash out on that and at a low rate. And I was like, "Wow, is that interesting?" Um, I hadn't heard that particular sort of push uh, before, yeah. but that was a real sign of the times. Um, I thought so. Yeah. yeah, I completely agree. You know, it's one of one of those interesting scenarios. Uh, that we're facing right now because I and I, I was uh, just uh, not too long ago I was in California doing some uh, coaching and consulting for uh, an association out there and one of the things that I um, was chatting with these folks about something I'd love to chat with you about is how um, mortgage rates have some second third and fourth order effects and those effects tend to create these kind of new momentums in, in the business. And just as, as, as an example, if mortgage starts are down right now, the immediate effect of those starts uh, is uh, that kind of the, the mood in the market gets chilled a little bit. People get a little hesitant. You know, you're, you're going to see like, like uh, this representative from the Philippines, see kind of um, more hesitancy in transactions, you know, compare that to the absolute fire of the market uh, a year ago, where people were making sight unseen offers on properties that they probably wouldn't work for them in the long run, but they needed something immediately. That's not happening right now. But think about the next order effects. If mortgage starts are down right now, that's likely an indicator that lead volume is going to be down in maybe a month from now. I mean, think about it. If people are typically talking to their bank, going on Zillow, investigating a few properties, they've got their pre-approval. And so now they're thinking, well, maybe it's about time to start reaching out to a real estate professional. Imagine a world a month from now where lead volume is down 20%. I think that that's a realistic possibility. 
It's an interesting thought. So the idea is because mortgage apps, and we know the refi world is pretty much dead. So so uh, mortgage apps uh, are are down since the as you mm -hmm. mentioned the lowest rate since two thousand. They're down nineteen percent from this week last year. Um, so yes, so that's going to ripple. And so I guess <laughs> some bad news maybe that that we're sharing um, as far as a prediction for uh, the next couple of months. Um, if I was an agent, what might I do to, well, number one, knowing that, that, that may be coming, of course, is, is important. I'm wondering if there's some action steps we could take to soften the blow that might be coming. Yeah, totally. In fact, I, I would go as far as saying there are action steps you can take to turn this liability into an opportunity. So the first thing I would say is if we if we follow the logic that mortgage apps being down is going to decrease um, lead volume in a month from now, that could mean, likely will mean that your transactional volume three or four months from now might be down, which means that your budget for operating your business is going to be down six months from now. So right now is the time that real estate professionals should be thinking about the way their resources are allocated realizing that they may have to tighten their belt from a monetary perspective in the next two, one or two quarters. But thinking, remember that your resources as a real estate professional aren't just money. You also have your time and you also have your talent or your energy, right? So I always talk to real estate professionals about how your resources get into these three buckets. You got your time, you got your talent, you got your budget. They are flexible. They move. We pay for things all the time to save ourselves time. Well, when the budget gets a little lighter, that just means your time investment gets a little heavier. When your budget gets a little lighter, it means you got to get smarter with your effort in order to make up for that imbalance. And so real estate agents and brokers right now can start to be thoughtful about how they can adjust their resource allocation. And then the other thing I would say is the desire and the need for housing is not going away, even though we may see a suppressed amount of leads and transactions. So that could mean, and of course, you know, nobody's got a crystal ball, so it's hard to say for sure. But what that could mean is that come the first of the year, 2023, we may see a little bit built up, pent up demand moving into these things. So now is the time to start thinking about, even though these people aren't going to be necessarily activating for transactions right away, start thinking about these folks as longer tail leads that require a little bit more nurturing. And the agents who can get off their heels and onto their toes with active nurturing strategies, especially with the people that they're already engaged with, these are folks who are going to be market leaders come the fourth quarter of 2022, first quarter of 2023. So you can turn this into an opportunity by getting ahead of this curve faster and more efficiently than your colleagues can. Do you have any suggestions for nurturing strategies the specifically that you've seen be effective either in your own business or in other agents that you coach? Yeah, totally. So the first, the first thing I say is, um, if you haven't investigated yet, start looking into predictive analytics tools. 
Um, these are uh, lead generation strategies that essentially use big data to help predict which of your um, prospects are most likely to buy and sell. You know, do they have any kind of forward-looking indicators like their consumer, um, uh, their consumer behavior, their demographic data, their neighborhood, whatever it is? Start using these tools to help identify your most likely clients a little bit sooner. That's the first thing. The second thing is, and this is one that, frankly, I, I shouldn't give this away for free, but you know what, DJ, I'm going to give this away to you and, and to your audience here. Uh, go online, Google mortgage calculator, and you're going to get a ton of free options here. Google actually has one that, that you can use right from their search engine. And start, you start referencing this with your clients that have a specific budget and a specific amount that they're comfortable paying, use this mortgage calculator to say, okay, listen, here's the target amount you're comfortable paying. Here's what that would get you in today's market. These rates aren't going to stay like this forever. So let's start tracking these mortgage rates. And in the meantime, you start preparing for the purchase of the house of your dreams, save your money, get your ducks in a row uh, financially, paperwork wise. This may take a year to get to a rate where your target, your client is targeted, but you are creating with your clients here, a sense of not just preparedness, but anticipation using the high mortgage rates right now as a tool because you know that they're not going to be high forever. These are going to move like the markets move. You can use this as an anticipation tool to get your clients amped up about the next step in their homeownership journey. And when those rates hit their like their butter zone of their, of their comfortable amount that they're paying uh, with the property that they're comfortable purchasing, you then have a client who is not just financially paperwork and mentally prepared, they're physically excited in order to make this happen. These are people who are not going to hang you out to dry with 40, 50 showings and a bunch of indecision. They're ready to rock and roll and you'll be, um, you'll spend a lot less time with them on the road. I would much rather spend people, spend time with people prepping them in cyberspace than on the sidewalk. Uh, and so by doing so now you ramp them up and get them ready for their purchase. Uh, saves you a whole bunch of time in the long run, and they will go in feeling a lot more prepared. I want to pause for a moment to talk about our episode sponsor, our, one of my favorite companies out there, Follow Up Boss. Now, after interviewing hundreds of top realtors in the country for this podcast, do you know which CRM is used by more than any other by our guests? Of course, it is Follow Up Boss. And let's face it, following up is the key to taking your business to the next level. Follow Up Boss will help you drive more leads in less time and with less effort. Do not take my word for it. Robert Slack, who runs the number one team in the U.S., uses Follow-Up Boss, and he has built a $1.5 billion business in just six years. Follow-Up Boss integrates with over 250 systems, so you can keep your current tools and lead sources. Also, the best part, they have seven-day-a-week support, so you'll get the help that you need when you need it. And get this, Follow-Up Boss is so sure that you're going to love their CRM that for a limited time, they're offering Keeping It Real listeners a 30-day free trial, which is twice as much time as they give everyone else. And oh, 
oh yeah, no credit card required. So you can try it risk-free, but only if you use this special link. Visit followupboss.com forward slash real. That's followupboss.com forward slash real for your free 30-day trial. Follow up like a boss with Follow Up Boss. And now back to our episode. Makes a lot of sense. I was speaking to some lenders recently, uh, actually, because of all these events I've been at, their lenders have, have been present at these events. And I said, just out of curiosity, I, I was asked a few different lenders this this week. I said, obviously, with rates being up and, and applications being down, I said, um, what are you, what is the what are these mortgage companies doing to sort of solve for for this challenge? And they are coming up with some new ideas and products. And I heard from two different lenders last night that they're now able to lock in rates without an identified property for extended periods of time. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a great opportunity to reach out to your lending partners and talk to them and say, hey, what what are you guys doing to, to help uh, my business right now? Not specifically like, you know, are you going to invest in my business, but just what kind of products and services are, are you guys uh, coming out with to, to help people right now? And, you know, it, it, there are things that are, that are being done. And I want to give you one, one, just one simple example that I heard last yeah. night. Um, a, a, I was talking to, to a, a bank um, and I said, I asked that question and they go, well, we don't really have any products, but here's what we are doing. We have relationships with lead providers and we're going to, we have these pay it, pay it closing lead providers that we work with, which is a free lead up front. You pay, uh, you know, 25 to 35% when it closes to back to the lead company that generated it. And the banks will help facilitate this because what the big banks get is they get people that hit their website, you know, and I'm talking about the big banks, like, you know, the bank of America's and chase and, you know, the, the big city bank and the big ones we know. Just millions of people are hitting their websites every month, filling out indications of interest. What these banks are starting to do is send those to a third-party lead provider who qualifies the person, you know, talks to them, makes sure they're not already working with an agent. And then they send them to their loan officers who are trying to build relationships with other realtors. And they go, hey, we've got all these leads for you. Yeah, you're going to have to pay at closing. But what these banks are doing to accommodate for this um, this 25 to 35% that you're going to pay, this is the interesting part. They're willing to figure, they, they figured out two different banks. I've talked to figure this out, how to actually give the realtor a bonus that basically makes up the difference. Um, and I haven't totally figured out how that works in, and, and sidesteps RESPA, but apparently it's uh, some of these lenders are figuring stuff like this out. So mm. the point is is there's new things happening that didn't exist 6 months ago um and uh and a lot of these bigger banks that can't really compete rate wise with maybe some of the more competitive shops um they're starting to think more creatively and come up mm. with solutions. So it's a great opportunity to just yeah. see what see what's going on in the lending space and, and and talk to your lender and say what can you do for my immediate buyers and hey by the way you have any business building uh ideas or or resources for me. Big time. That's a that's a fantastic idea. I love I love that strategy. I always um, tell folks that when you are in a business where um, uh, events are going to affect different sectors of the business at different times, 
you take advantage of that. Like for instance, I know in my local market, there are local like credit unions and smaller lenders that rely a lot on the sort of um, uh, the sort of uh, kind of local direct market advertising uh, that they use to partner. Now they'll partner usually with other industry professionals in order to do that advertising. Well, right now lenders are down 20% as far as the number of clients, the number of leads they've got. We are not just yet. In that in that phase, so right now is a great time to go to that local preferred lender and say, "Hey, listen, I was thinking about doing some marketing. Uh, this is the strategy X, Y, and Z. Um, would you be interested in co-branding on this market? Uh, this marketing, maybe you can pick up the cost on this because I've got a really big audience that is still, you know, interested in hearing what I have to say. I know that." Um, your audience might be down a little bit. How can we work together in order to do this? Be happy to put your name and contact information on this in exchange for you picking up the cost of X, Y, and Z. Right now is a time to leverage um, that, that inequity a little bit because it's going to swing back around eventually. They're going to leverage their, their inequity on you. It's just the way the business works. Um, but there are plenty of ways that you can kind of leverage the situation uh, especially from a uh, we've got leads but nothing to do with them or we don't have leads and we need them sort of sort of imbalance. Um, that's those sorts of situations exist right now and it's a great time to take advantage of them. I think so too. And I also think first time home buyer seminars can still be incredibly effective because I think, from the perspective of applications uh, for 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 lend for lending, um, obviously applications are down, but first time home buyers are are still there. They're still out there, um, and uh, they probably are maybe a little spooked right now. And I think it's a great opportunity to create content with a lending partner where maybe the agent could talk more about inventory and and how they're finding deals for their clients. And then the lender can talk about here's what's going on with rates and different products. And here's how we can solve for, for the challenges in the market. Um, I think you could do one of those weekly uh, and, and host it on social media or via Zoom um, and and maybe post some clips on social media. Um, and, and you're going to get interested people. And I think I was thinking about this too psychologically, and this is this is I'm, I'm this is a very broad generalization, not backed in any sort of science. But I know that when when times are stressful, and I think agents, a lot of agents are feeling stressed right now around the lack of activity and the slowdown. And I, I it's been my experience when people are stressed, they tend to retreat versus um, really push forward because uh, that's just what stress does to, to people. It typically shuts you down. It shuts the body down, decreases motivation, et cetera. There's a small percentage of people where it actually activates them, but most of us get, we, we retreat, I think, when we're stressed. And so I think we're going to see a lot of agents even considering exiting the market or pausing or, or just reducing their workload, um, not because they want to, but because that's kind of, they're trying to figure out what's going on. And I think it's a great, I, I just don't think the road is, is as crowded right now. So I think yeah. like, as you were saying, Chris, these sort of nurturing activities, mm -hmm. I don't think there's going to be as much competition for it as maybe, um, well, I don't know. I, 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 I'm unclear, but 
I would talk to a lot of top producers this week or the, yeah, this week that are like, I am not that busy right now. And I thought what a great opportunity for agents who are, who are gro yeah. in growth mode to really take advantage of these, the big hitters are all taking a sigh of a, a sigh of relief and, and, mm -hmm. and taking some well-needed rest. Mm -hmm. And I think it's a great opportunity for, for the younger agents or, or the newer agents rather to really say, okay, I'm going to ramp up my, my communication. I'm going to ramp up my, uh, my social media. I'm going to start doing videos. Uh, I, I, you know, I think there's just a lot you can do to start building your brand. Um, and then hopefully when the market changes, you know, you, you have a larger audience than you did when it started. I think you're absolutely right. I think you're absolutely right on that. And it just, you know, in closing to, to think about this, it's important for agents to remember that markets are cycles. There is there is a, a probably an inappropriate expectation on the part of lots of agents who have been in the real estate game for 10 years or less that we're going through some sort of like this is the real estate apocalypse that's happening right now guys markets dip in fact uh jamie diamond uh is famous <laughs> you know when he was asked like uh how do you define a recession he said something that happens every seven years and it's <laughs> the same it's the same thing the same philosophy needs to be applied to real estate markets go up they go down power shifts between buyers and sellers. This is, there are always going to be blips like these exigent events like COVID and this you know, crazy inflation as a result of, I'm not gonna um, you know, go on my soapbox as to why inflation is what it is, but those sorts of events certainly have outsized effects on that market undulation. But this is, these are market corrections that happen on a regular, um, uh, a regular basis, and this is okay. It's okay for healthy markets to undulate between buyers and sellers, for rates to go up, to rates to go down. The real test here is um, uh, on the real estate professional community to recognize uh, that um, as markets change, there's always still opportunity. The true professionals are the ones who adjust to the changing opportunity. Anybody can sell when the market is ridiculously hot and people are placing offers that they really shouldn't. That's easy. The hard thing about real estate and success is creating a strategy that adjusts as the market adjusts. That's where you really separate the pretenders from the professionals. Yeah, I think too, um, and not every market really supports this, but if you're in a market where leasing is a viable uh, stream of income here in Metro Chicago, obviously leasing is, is very prominent. Uh, I know luxury leasing in particular uh, is having a huge boom right now. And I'll tell you just how big a boom it has. My girlfriend works at one of the most elite uh, luxury uh, buildings here in Chicago for apartments. And I think they have 500 units, which is just insane. And they, um, this is this is how crazy it is that she did in the last month 11 leases. Um, now she's in-house. And here's the interesting part. When they do work with realtors, they do not list on the MLS, but they do work with realtors. And in if you're not in their top five realtor companies that 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 give them the most business, even on like a six thousand dollar a month two or three bedroom. The, only, the commission you get is only about either $500 or $1,000, where typically, oh. typically it's a full month's rent. Yeah. So 
yes, that's a bummer for that particular building if you're an agent and you're not in that top five group. Um, but it's a real strong indicator that people are, and I asked my, well, I asked my girlfriend, why don't you guys pay one month's rent? She looked at me like, like I was dumb and she goes, we don't have to right now because mm. that's how busy we are. And I thought, okay, so that building maybe not super broker friend or realtor friendly at the moment, mm -hmm. but um, ironically, they're building as name moment. So I, I just confused myself there, but anyway, uh, yes, at the time right now, that building is, 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 is tougher to work with, but it's a good indicator that a lot of people are renting. And these are people who are all going to be buying in a year or two as well. Totally. So even if you did only earn $500, which again is, is a, you know, that's, that's tough on a $6,000 apartment per mm -hmm. month, but that's somebody that's definitely going to buy a property. Exactly. And so maybe you eat it on the front end and you just do your job and you just say, well, I'm kind of working for free at the moment. Mm -hmm. And then hope that uh, you've built up enough goodwill that when they turn around and buy their $2 million home, then uh, you, you receive the benefit. So I think, yeah. you know, leasing, while it's not maybe the sexiest and most exciting part of the business, um, great way to keep keep rolling, uh, quite, great way to keep some extra income coming in on a regular basis, on a shorter term basis, um, and a great way to just build that relationship so that when that person's ready to transition to home ownership, you're their person. I agree completely. Lots of opportunity out there. Shift. That's the name of the game. You want to be successful, keep shifting. Awesome. Well, what a great place to wrap up. Um, before we do, can you just quickly mention, we talked about the close and, and mm -hmm. how great they are. And, and everyone listening, if you're not a regular reader to the close, please become one. Uh, I don't know that people use RSS readers anymore. I still do. Um, I use Feedly. So they are on my Feedly in my real estate category, but I think most people don't do that. So just put it in your bookmarks and follow them every day because the articles, yeah. you guys are almost up to what? Is it at one, one article a day now? That's the goal. Depends. Yeah. We're definitely a quality over quantity sort of place. So um, if it doesn't meet our rigorous uh, quality standards, it doesn't go out. But yeah, we're, we shoot for a, a, a good, solid quality, actionable piece of content every day. And 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 we and I really want to just explain how how high the, the quality is. And everyone who is listening can probably uh, relate to this. Have you ever wanted some tips? Maybe you have an open house coming up, or you have you're looking to invest in some real estate technology, or maybe a lead provider, or you just want successful strategies. And maybe that's how you found this website by googling that sort of thing. And you come across lists, right? There's so many. It, articles that are written on different websites, different blogs, um, you know, that, that are, you know, list, Hey, how to have a successful open house. And there's five strategy, five little tips. How often do you actually get a really solid tip in those lists? In my experience, you have to hunt and you have to probably look at about 15 articles before you find anything that isn't show up early, you know, get some cookies, you know, for an open house, you know, something that's like, oh, like, oh, that's a really good thing. I wouldn't have thought of. The close doesn't have those kind of lists. Every one of their articles, and this is this is really how I feel because I read them, is the kind of article that, as, as somebody who I consider myself a bit of a writer, um, I I would want to aspire to that level of quality here on the show. Um, and the close is is that level of quality. So really they're probably the best place to start for everything that you need for your business. And their articles are not, you know, the, the, the super obvious five things you need to do before an open house or a listing appointment. They actually go really deep and wide and are like, here's something that you wouldn't probably have thought to do. So please check out the close. And then they also have, so 
95% of what's on the close is totally free. Um, but they also have a premium section. And can you yeah. talk about the close pro? Yeah. Close pro is a chance for real estate professionals who want to take their business to the next level with coaching, with uh, long form courses that include original video, um, original article content, uh, templates, scripts, downloads, strategy guides, you name it. Um, that's a, that's the spot to do it. The close pro offers um, close readers a chance to go just a little bit deeper, just a little bit further, and just a little bit more actionable, which is tough to do, especially when you are um, already working on that stuff uh, pretty hard on the free side of the close. It's a chance to do that um, on an even, even deeper level. And if you're looking for the interaction um, with uh, uh, real estate um, experts like myself, like other coaches, uh, we've got a great coach named Sean Modry, uh, one of the uh, a, a former uh, NAR 30 under 30s in the Remax Hall of Fame. He's built multiple brokerages. Um, this is the place to do it. Uh, the Close Pro um, is also the spot that you get um, extra insight into our original courses like Six Simple Systems to Transform Your Real Estate Business. Um, and uh, one, one thing that is happening, uh, might be even more applicable right now, is uh, courses on our social media um, uh, crash courses, our uh, course specifically about how to generate low-cost hidden leads um, as, as we see inventory continue to undulate. Um, that's a great spot uh, to a great spot to focus. And then my favorite one right now, uh, Sarah and Sophia, two of our course creators, their Facebook and Instagram crash course um, uh, presented by a company called Social Pop. Uh, this is the sort of thing you just don't get elsewhere. It's designed specifically for real estate professionals by real estate professionals with your goals in mind. So if you want to take your business to the next level, the close is where you should start. If you're ready to get more actionable than anyone else in your brokerage, the close pro is where you should go. Awesome. Well, everyone, please go visit theclose.com and check out their content. Consider joining their premium uh, select, uh, their the Close Pro, which is their premium section. And uh, as, as always, Chris, we say thank you for your, your time, uh, your insight, and your uh, conversation. This, I always feel like you and I, um, this is one of my favorite shows I do a month uh, because I always know I'm going to have a, a great conversation. So you help make this show better. And we're, we're so grateful for you. And uh, as, uh, as, as well, we are grateful to the audience for continuing to listen and support us. In addition to visiting the close, which please everybody go do. Um, also, please tell a friend about this show. Just one other agent that you could think of. Even if you've already told 10 agents about us, consider telling an 11th. Let us let them know about the show. This is our way of, of giving back to the, to the industry. That's been very kind uh, to Chris and myself. And we just want to share the wealth. And we're big fans of uh, what is it that um, a rising tide raises all all ships in a port or, or whatever that expression is, yeah. meaning that, you know, the more education we all have, the better agents we're all going to be. And since we all have to work together, it's good that everybody gets educated. So let them know about the close and let them know about this podcast. Keepingitrealpod.com is the best place to find uh, all of our episodes and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash keepingitrealpod. All right, Chris. Well, great chatting with you again. We will see you next month. Sounds great. Thanks, DJ. Thanks.